John chapter 5, verses 1 through 9, amen, hallelujah. How many remember last time we were here was just my wife and I, and here we are back this time with a little miracle boy, amen, praise God, hallelujah. His name is Asher, hallelujah, hola Asher, como están? Todo bien? Está bien, está comiendo, he's eating, so he's happy, man, he's just like his daddy, <laughs> Looks just like his mama, but he's an eater. Hallelujah. <laughs> amen, amen. John chapter 5, verse 1 through 9. The word of the Lord reads, After this there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at the Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, a blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there, which had an infirmity thirty and eight years, when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he hadn't been now a long time in that case. He said unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another is stepping down before me. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. In verse 9, the word says, And immediately... Not a long time thereafter. It had already been 38 years. But in this moment, immediately, huh, in, in my language, that means ja, right now, huh, right now, immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. Hallelujah. I want to talk to you for just a few moments on the thought of in the presence of the Lord, anything is possible. <laughs> anything it's possible. Come on, somebody. I know we have needs in this house. If you'll put your Bibles down, if you'll raise your hearts, raise your hands, raise your voice, raise your needs. In Jesus' name, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now for the remainder of this series, Senor. I pray in the name of Jesus, let your word go forth, not my word, but thy word. Not my will, O God, but thy will, O Lord. Open us tonight. Let us hear what you have to say, O God. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, let your will be done. In Jesus' name, let the church shout, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. You see, this man was waiting by the pool for a certain time. An angel would step down and begin to stir the water. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I come to tell somebody tonight, the wait is over. You don't have to wait another moment. You don't have to wait for the end of this service. Hallelujah. The presence of the Lord is in this house. Anything is possible in his presence. Hallelujah. This man laid there 38 years, but the word says that in the presence of the Lord, immediately the man was made whole. He took up his bed and walked. Hallelujah. We don't need an angel to stir the water. We got the power of the Holy Ghost. He's moving from side to side, from front to back. The water is moving tonight. Hallelujah. There's a stirring in the house. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, 
He waited 38 years for that right moment, for that right season. But he had no one to help him enter into the pool. I come tonight to tell you that the word says that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There's hope in the house tonight. There's healing tonight. There's restoration tonight. Hallelujah. Whatever you have need of, whatever you have need of, maybe you've been praying for a son, a daughter, a family member. Maybe they, if you're thinking they've gone too far. It's been too long. There's no coming back now. But I come tonight in the name of Jesus. I come tonight to tell you why not cry out to him one more time why not cry out to lift their name unto the lord tonight whatever your need is with god all things are possible there's nothing too hard for my god i come to tell you tonight in the presence of the lord anything is possible hallelujah in the story in luke chapter 8 it's the young lady who had the issue of blood for 12 years, 12 years she had that infirmity. It's not 38, but it's still a long time. I don't know about you, but when I'm sick in my body, I'm running to my wife and asking her to give me something for the headache, for the pain. Give me something. I couldn't imagine waiting 12 years. But the word says that she waited when a moment but that moment in the presence of the Lord, the word says she was made whole. Hallelujah. Jesus healed her body. It didn't take a long time. It was just when she got into the presence of the Lord. My brothers and my sisters, you may have been waiting a long time. You may have been waiting since last month. But I tell you tonight, in the presence of the Lord, hallelujah, anything is possible. Mark chapter 10, verse 46, it's the blind Bartimaeus who was sitting by the wayside. And as the hustle and the bustle, as the people begin to move and, to, and he began to sense something was taking place. When they told him it was Jesus of Nazareth passing by. He began to cry out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Now, I wish I could tell you that they grabbed him and they said, you know, you have a need. Come right here to the feet of Jesus. But they didn't do that. The Conrad, they begin to push him back. They begin to tell him, hey, be quiet. Sarada Suboka, shut your mouth. You don't have a right to worship. You don't have a right to cry out. Jesus Christ of Nazareth is passing by. But it didn't shut him up. He cried out that much more, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Come on, somebody. You might come in here tonight heavy laden. You may come in here with a need, a disease, a sickness. Maybe you're coming in with a heavy burden. Hallelujah. And you go to lift your hands and to cry out. And the enemy will tell you, you don't have a right to raise your hand. You don't have a right to worship. Come on, somebody. You got to get bold. You got to get in. See? Just get bold before the Lord. And somebody needs to just cry out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And just as we sung the song to get his attention, blind Bartimaeus got the attention of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, 
hallelujah, the enemy's going to tell you, you don't have a right to raise your hands. You've got a past. You've done this. You've done that. But I come to tell you tonight, in the presence of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that can be forgiven. If you're here and you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, we've got water. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. If you're here and you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, you can receive it tonight because he's in the house. You just got to raise your hands. Just begin to tell him you love him. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. And he will fill you with his spirit. Hallelujah. I remember after my wife and I just gotten married, part of this story you've already heard, we wanted to wait five years to have a baby. That five years went that fast. My brother, it went faster than you can even think, blink an eye at. Got to that five-year mark, and my wife said, okay, it's time. <laughs> How many know it's not our time? <laughs> it's God's time, amen? <laughs> so fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth year flew by. We started trying. We had five miscarriages. My wife was diagnosed with a complete molar pregnancy. The body was telling us that we were having a baby. The pregnancy, the preve, the preve, the, the exam, the pregnancy's test said, you're having a baby. Everything pointed to a baby. But when they went and they checked, they said, no, that's your body producing a cancer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We were so sick and heartbroken. We sought more medical counsel, and they finally told us, it's not possible for you all to have a child. Look to adoption. Look into fostering. You're not going to be able to have a baby. The night before we left for Costa Rica, my brother and his wife showed up. They got three precious babies, and they come to tell us. They had two at the time. They said, we're having our third baby. Hallelujah. Gloria a Dios. Yay. We put on smiles and we cheered them on. We said, praise God. But down deep, there was a hurt, Pastor. We were saddened. We're just our one. But three weeks after we got into the country of Costa Rica, my wife began to feel a little uneasy. My questions are, what'd you drink, babe? You drank the water? I did too. You drank that Coca-Cola that's made with the dirty water? I did too. I drank after you. It's wonderful. The coffee, I don't know. Everything you've drank, I've drank. What'd you eat? The beans and rice. Well, I did too. I finished your plate. I feel fine. <laughs> A few days went by. She went to sleep. She woke up in the middle of the night and told me that the Lord just gave her a vision, a dream of a pregnancy test with three lines. I don't know what three lines mean to you. I pray it's not three babies. <laughs> We're just wanting one. Hallelujah. She said, I'm going to get a pregnancy test. I said, okay, babe, it's 3 a.m. We'll maybe in the morning we'll do it when we get up. That next morning we wake up. She was already awake. She didn't go back to sleep. She said, let's go to the pharmacy. We went to the pharmacy. She took that pregnancy test. And I can tell you, I saw the, the line was so faint. I'm using my bifocal and the top focal and the bottom focal. I'm like, ay, 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 mi amor. I wasn't seeing it, but she was so excited. And I didn't want to get excited because that line was just so faint that you could barely see it. As the day went on, that line began to get darker. <laughs> As the hour began to pass, 
I don't know if it was the prayer that was prayed in the past. I don't know, but God was doing something before our eyes as that line began to grow. It wasn't long thereafter that we went and sought um, a blood, got a blood exam. And, the, and the, the, the gentleman that drew her blood said, I don't know if you want to hear this or not, but you're pregnant. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, we waited a long time. We prayed for that child, and he's here tonight. Hallelujah. That's our miracle boy. You can't tell me he can't do it. You can't tell me there's no more miracles. I'm telling you tonight, whatever you have need of, our God can supply. He can open the door. He can make a way. Maybe the medical fields told you you're going to die, but I come tonight to tell you you're going to live. I speak Jesus over your family. I speak Jesus. Hallelujah over your situation. I speak Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. In November of this year, we were in South Bend just down the road. One service with Brother Walker. It was on a Sunday night. House was filled just like this. Over on the right side was a gentleman, an elderly man in a, in a wheelchair. Just as our, the praise team began to strike that first note, and he said, raise your hands, let's entertain the Lord, let's worship him tonight. Just as the praise leader began to speak those words, this man dropped over dead in his wheelchair. I'm over on this side. There was a bunch of commotion. You, we couldn't get over there to him. We were just stretching forth our hand. The medical team there, there was some... Uh, some infermetas, some nurses in the house, and they begin to work with him and put his head back. His wife called 911, got an ambulance, and I'm over there, and I'm sitting, I'm standing at this moment, just thanking God. This can't be how this story ends. I don't want the mic. What am I going to tell the church when they're rolling this man out on a gurney? Say, God, you got to touch his body. Am ambulance shows up. They roll him out. He's gone. The pastor comes back. He said, we're going to move forward with service. You're going to preach. I'm going to keep my phone on, vibrate, and I'm going to wait for a report. And the moment I get a call, I'm going to take it. I'm going to slip out, and I'll come back, and I'll fill you in on what we find out. And I said, I said, Pastor, I'm believing for a miracle. He said, we are too. We're going to believe that God's going to touch that man's body. I just began to, to say that I'm Luke. That's my wife, Samantha, our little boy. I hadn't even got really started in our message that night. Pastor runs out the side door. He comes back in. He says, the brother is alive. Hallelujah. That's the God that we serve. Hallelujah. That's the God that's in this house tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. He began to explain to the pastor, he said, I don't know how I got here. I don't know exactly what happened. They're telling me I had a, some sort of a stroke in the church and I died. But here I am. The pastor said he was talking to him just as I'm talking to you all right now. He said his voice his was, and his speech was as clean and clear as it is right now. Hallelujah. That's the God that we serve. That's the kind of God we serve. Hallelujah. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's in the miracle working business, my friends. He's in the saving business tonight. Maybe for your family, your spouse, and aunt and uncle. Hallelujah. Our God is able. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It was last year, 
October of last year in Costa Rica, in a, the World Network of Prayer team showed up, and Sister Janinski was, and her team came, and I was on the second level of the airport, Brother Ben, I was out waiting on them, and so I was on the phone with her, kind of guiding her to, as they were coming out, and all of a sudden, out on the, on the sidewalk, where the buses and the people line up to come to the airport, and, and, uh, workers for the airport get picked up on the bus. There'd been an accident. A young man had been ran over, and I'm looking down and out of the airport, and I see this situation. It wasn't good. This man was lifeless laying under this bus, and about that team, the network of prayer showed up. Sister Janinski came out and said, Sister Janinski, you're not going to believe this, but look, that's a dead young man underneath that bus. She said, you know, we can't get down there, but if we just stretch forth our hand, if we just begin to pray, God can change the situation. We stretch forth our hand. We begin to pray in the name of Jesus. It wasn't an hour prayer meeting. It was in seconds. We shut our eyes. We said, in the name of Jesus. When we looked once again, that brother, the medical team was examining him. His hands and his feet were moving. Hallelujah. Our God, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, showed up. In his presence, anything, anything, anything is possible. Hallelujah. 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 If you will stand right now in this house, if our music team will come and help me. Hallelujah. I know there's needs. I know there's situations that are beyond our control. You can't even think or see what the end result is going to be. But I'm telling you tonight... Jesus Christ of Nazareth is here. All you got to do is cry out to him. All you got to do is speak that name, Jesus. Jesus. Things change in his presence. Nothing can stay the same. Hallelujah. If this is your first time here tonight, I beg you to come to this altar and to cry out and to get a hold of Jesus. If this is your home church. You Maybe you have a need at home. Maybe it's on your job, a financial. I know a God who can meet that need tonight. Brother Luke, you don't know my situation. You don't know what I've had to go through. I don't, I don't, I don't. But I know the one who does. I know the one who sees that mother crying at night. I know the one who has the answer for your life. I know the one, hallelujah, his name is Jesus. I speak Jesus, I speak Jesus, I speak Jesus. I speak Jesus. This altar is open right here, right now. Let's come, let's pray. Let's cry out to God in Jesus' name.